Welcome to Straight Shot. Marketing is everywhere. It's around your life. From what you eat to what you wear and where you go. It is a vital part of any and all business. Let's discuss the world of marketing and business as it influences everyday life with the staff of Atlanta Marketing Agency, Reformation Productions, and guests as they give it to us straight. Get ready. Take aim. Steady. Welcome to Straight Shot. to Straight Shot Marketing Podcast, where we discuss how marketing impacts everyday life. Today, today we're discussing Game of Thrones. It started off as a, a book series uh, written by George R.R. R. Martin, and it became a TV show on HBO, and now is a fashion statement. It is a cultural <laughs> phenomenon, and I have no problem looking ridiculous. Zachary, you are also wearing... I am wearing my uh, Targaryen slash House Stark Game of Thrones shirt. Spoiler! <laughs> <laughs> so, Jon Snow. The Jon Snow shirt. That's what I'm wearing. The difference between Zachary and myself <laughs> is mine's a costume... His is a Thursday shirt. So, <laughs> anyways, I think I'll ditch this. So, better. There you go. <laughs> that thing was heavy. That's I, real chain mail. Yeah. That is. There is a person on our staff that actually owns this getup. Shout out to Braden. Does Weirdo. He, does he wear it every Thursday? He does. It's his Thursday thing. And I was like, <laughs> hey, since you know we're doing this podcast, do you think I could borrow your Thursday outfit? And he's all like, uh, okay. So now he's sitting in his underwear in his cubicle. So now you can joust. I can. This is actually oh, wow. like plated. So give it to me. <laughs> Bring it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'd still run away. Okay. Let's get back to Game of Thrones, shall we? I know everybody's really excited about hearing about it. And Game of Thrones has taken the world by storm. And its growing popularity does not seem to be slowing down at all. Record-breaking viewership. Yes. Regularly cleans up during award seasons. It's the Emmy's second most successful TV show of all time behind Saturday Night Live. And Probably Saturday, the older episodes. And Saturday Night Live goes up and down. But I guess they have one more Emmys yeah. over, over time. And then, you know, whether you've even uh, watched it or not... You know, some people are uh, fans. They'll watch it every day. Some people have never seen an episode. But well, you know, you've had an issue with, you specifically, with uh, with started watching it, and then you stopped. It was a little, it was a little much. Yes. A little much too much in the first season. I usually have a, uh, a rule where I don't watch TV shows that have to do with deceased children or animals. And Game of Thrones has both. Incest. So, I mean, like, those are, like, just blanket things that I yes. look out for in movies, and it seemed to cover that all that in, like, the first episode. So, um, but anyway, whether you've watched the show or not, I'm sure everybody has heard of it. Everybody's heard of this little tiny show called Game of Thrones. And based on the novel series by George R.R. R. Martin, Game of Thrones showcases several families from different kingdoms as they plot and scheme and poison each other to sit 
on the Iron Throne. For the throne! Dun, dun, dun. You need to insert the <laughs> dun, dun, dun. One of the reasons it was hard to ignore was because of the massive marketing initiative by HBO mm-hmm. to build as much awareness as possible and by major brands in turn to capitalize on it. Yes. I mean, it's like a marketing powerhouse. It mm-hmm. is a, since it has such a unique theme and such a cool theme, it was fun to use for marketing because it's very, it's very noticeable, it stands out, mm-hmm. it's very specific. Something that is called, wait for it, trend marketing mm-hmm. or newsjacking. That's the term for it, newsjacking. Now, newsjacking is what happens when brands piggyback off the day's biggest news stories or draw uh, trends that draw attention to their own content. So we had another example of this when the Nike Kaepernick uh, episode that we did sometime That's right, back. We did the, a podcast on the Nike the Kaepernick, Kaepernick thing. The Kaepernick controversy was in the news mm-hmm. and Nike capitalized, Nike capitalized on it. On that, it. And then memes and then other people started to capitalize yep. on it. And now Game of Thrones, did it again, but this time it's like a whole new level. I mean, Game mm-hmm. of Thrones is. Yep. Sorry, Colin Kaepernick, that, that Game of Thrones came along and wiped you off the map because it's. <laughs> so anyway, Zachary, talk to me a little bit more and everybody about newsjacking and what that really what that really means. Well, there are are several different elements that really kind of stand out to me as far as Game of Thrones related marketing. Um, one is that uh, Zachary Interland, the executive VP of program marketing at HBO, um, has said that he felt he had an enormous sense of responsibility to celebrate what was arguably the best show in the history of television. Wow. Now, he said that because he's with HBO. You know. He so, might have a stake but, in that game. But best or not, it is extremely popular. Super, yeah. And uh, so he felt like as HBO, they had a responsibility to help others to celebrate the show, which is a very unique and smart way to attack that issue of everybody trying to glom onto what they're mm-hmm. doing. Some people would have, you know, wanted our licensing for this and that and then and really choked it down and said, hey, this is our copyright. You can't do everything. He looked at it in a completely different way and has allowed or encouraged uh, others in a respectful way to market themselves and Game of Thrones mm-hmm. At the same time, so that that attitude and and, and and that foresight to know that what that would do for the yeah. show was uh, was very very smart. It's like um, a don't if you can't beat them join them mentality. Right. Now this is often done by co-branding, but Zach has allowed an almost unbridled newsjacking or trend marketing um, because it kept Game of Thrones in the news and as a trend in our culture. So in its essence, newsjacking or trend marketing is next level time sensitive co-branding. We've talked about co-branding before. It is like co-branding next level. Um, now, because most brands don't have too much in common with mythical kingdoms and and ice zombies and dragons, uh, it's been uh, great to see just how creative agencies could be with coming up with campaigns that would be both relevant to their own brand mm-hmm. and to Game of Thrones at the same time. Uh, not an easy task when, you know, you have even even this cup would not fit into the Game of Thrones world. So trying to figure out how do you put a modern product 
and they've, it's been very interesting to see how they've creatively done that. Mm-hmm. So what I want to do is I want to kind of take a few moments and go through and look at some of them, talk about Let's some of them. Let's do it. Right. I, I always enjoy the co-branding commercials. I think, yeah. I think they're kind of cool because if you're a fan, you can spot some of the little, like, I guess, Easter eggs mm-hmm. that uh, may be in this show. Um, but, you know, <laughs> you might be able to see some of the, the little Easter eggs that are present in some of these co-branding mm-hmm. commercials. And, you know, to people that watch the show, to people that don't watch the show, you get it. It's Game of Thrones. There's a dragon, blah, blah, blah. But for the people that do watch the show, there might even be a different, like yep. another level there's, of yeah. geekdom to yep. be had. In there's all more of these. that you can get out of it. Let's start off with Oreo. Now, Ooh. Oreo has been America's favorite cookie. Um, uh, I'm sorry, I'm a Chips Ahoy girl. <laughs> I don't know if uh, um, other people are aware or remember, but Oreo is known for jumping in on uh, pop culture events and Game of Thrones you know, no exception. And I think they did a really great job with how they co-branded with it. Now, what they've done is they've made limited edition cookies that represent each of the families um, in Game of Thrones. So they have House Lannister cookie, Mm -mm. House Stark, and they have um, House Targaryen. Now, are there other houses in the Game of Thrones? Well, there used to be seven. But when the cookies came Ever. out, when the cookies came out, we had kind of gone through knocking out some of the other ones. So yeah, and we're um, not eating a Lannister cookie. But they, nobody <laughs> eats a Lannister cookie. No, we don't. If you've ever seen the show, you know why you shouldn't eat the Lannister cookie. Shame, shame. shame. <laughs> All right, anyway, naked so, cookies. Uh, they did, however, make Night Walker, uh, Night King, and White Walker cookies uh, as well. So uh, let's see what they did to promote these limited edition cookies using Game of Thrones. Let's do it. What did you think about that? I think it looked delicious. I think it's neat because, you know, it's inventive and it's... um, it's a play on the opening of the show. Yes, and the opening of the show is has become very, very iconic because they change it every season according to where you are in the story. Mm, that's just good After Effects so, animation is what that is. Yep, yep. Um, good, good 3D modeling and so forth. Um, so, all right, next one I want to talk about is Mountain Dew. Now, Mountain Dew partnered with uh, HBO to launch A Can Has No Name. Oh, that's great. So, uh, <laughs> for those of you that know the show, really, if you don't know Game of Thrones, you haven't watched the whole thing, I may give you some spoilers. I'm just saying, you might as well wait until you're caught up with the show. <laughs> right now, in real time in the show, they are they just aired the fourth episode, I believe, of the last season. It's wrapping up. So, yeah. So, um, if you're caught up to where we are, great. It, then I can't give you any spoilers because I don't even know anything. If you don't know what we're forward. talking about, then you don't know what we're talking That's about. That's right. It's not going to be nearly as uh, clever and funny. So, the campaign uh, centers around a one-of-a-kind can of Mountain Dew that appears to be completely blank until it's cold. And when it's cold, it reveals the kill list of Arya Stark. Ooh, that's cool. Now, she, if you follow the show, um, she has a list that she keeps, uh, not a physical list, but it's in her head, that she refers to all the time. And we never know who all's on it unless it's mentioned in the show. 
Mountain Dew fix that where you could see the list. So let's let's watch that commercial and uh, see what's on the list. All right, so that's one. And if you'll notice, one of the things that you'll hear a lot when we're going through these is the iconic Game of Thrones theme. Mm-hmm. So they also did another commercial that capitalizes on do, 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 do. All right, let's watch that's that cool. one. What did you think about Mountain Dew and do, 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 do. I think do. using the word do in that was because all of us instinctively, for some reason, we don't go ooh, we don't go, uh, we go do, do, we do. It's, it's part Sometimes of do up, I think. Sometimes we duh, <laughs> duh, but yeah, do is great. It was brilliant because I mean, it's so simple. And it capitalizes on what people get stuck in their head. And, they, you know, everybody mm-hmm. gets really excited when they hear the theme song. We do. You know, a lot of shows have abbreviated beginnings or abbreviated openings because a lot of people just want to skip through it to get to the show anyway, especially when you're binging. But I think that Game of Thrones, I, I think the fans really enjoy the beginnings. That's yep. why they keep changing up the beginning. And that it's very simple, well done. Yeah, that yeah. simple sound, that simple um, opening theme song gets stuck in everybody's heads and it gets them really riled up and it gets them really excited. So I think Mountain Dew uh, capitalizing or, or jumping on that notion and finding a way to make it relevant to their brand was really, really smart. Very simple. Yes. You know, very low budget. All they got very was, no budget. was, I'm sure that those, all the people that were in those spots were, you know, for the Mountain Dew demographic, which is not myself, I'm sure they are relative well, to them. They're yeah, probably the budget was spent on the rappers. Yeah, the end, they're probably YouTube influencers or you know some somebody. And honestly, if they had not even had the very end with the rappers and the, and the Iron, it Rapper, still would have been. If good. it would have just ended, or, or if the whole commercial would have just been the kids doing the do do, still would have been good. It would have been very, 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 very mm-hmm. good. In fact, now that I think about it, I think the end kind of. I don't know. It was a Lesson too much. for you, yeah. Right. I think. Well, it's you have to keep in mind it's not targeted towards us. Uh, it's targeted towards younger. Yeah, I'm not even sure who those last people were. I have no idea who they were. <laughs> Get off my lawn. We're old. Um, all right. I'm sure they were rappers. <laughs> so, so uh, the third one is a popular restaurant burger chain okay. called Shake Shack. Now, um, Shake Shack started off as a hot dog cart, Madison Square Garden in New York. Um, It's grown to be very popular in New York, but there are some here in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. So uh, I think there's there's three that are in Atlanta. So if you want to go, because this is happening right now. So if you want to go see, you have to literally look them up, seek them out, because they're they're not everywhere like you know anything down here. Yeah. So, but we do have three that 
Northern in, in, in Atlanta. And what they did to help celebrate Game of Thrones is they have a secret menu. Ooh, see, that just proves that you don't need to be a national Their secret menu um, is one that you can order from only if you know Valerian. All right, okay, for those of you that don't speak geek, let me translate this for you. Valerian is a language in Game of Thrones. Yes, it's a fictitious language. It is not real. Yeah. But uh, they do have a key. So that you can, you know, this means this. So, I mean, they kind of help you out. But uh, Your geek is totally so, glowing right now. So that you you can order, uh, you know, a dragon glass shake or uh, Dracarius burger from their secret menu that they have that's not so secret at this point. You're going to want to stay away from the dragon sauce. So, though. yeah. But they do have, have <laughs> things that you can see. They, they have, uh, you know, That's cool. advertisements that are out there so that you know this secret menu exists. So, uh, but super cool way to, uh, to go about um, doing that. I think it's really cool, though, that that says that you don't need to be a national chain. Like, you don't have to be Nike. You don't have to be Mountain Dew mm-hmm. to be able to reach your audience. I mean, if you're a local... Business. If you're a small business, mm-hmm. medium-sized mom and pop shop, done, do it. They've done a lot in New York. Um, so th- the fact that they're in a a very large metropolitan area, I'm sure, helps as well. Um, but number four that we're going to talk about today dun, dun, dun. is Urban Decay. Now, yeah, you know who they are. I do, I'm a okay, chick. I was, do not know who they are except for the fact that Zachary doesn't wear eyeliner sometimes. <laughs> except for the fact that they uh, have come out with a limited edition Game of Thrones collection of makeup Ooh. to capitalize on the final season's hype. On their website, the company has stated that we've partnered with HBO to create the Urban Decay Game of Thrones collection inspired by our favorite places in Westeros and the strong women of the Seven Kingdoms. You see, that's one of the things that the Game of Thrones has going for it is it does feature a lot of very strong female characters. God bless it. And so they found that to be a very good segue, very good tie-in with their own brand. Again, it's funny though because they don't wear smart. makeup. None of the women wear makeup. Oh, they do. The, think, <laughs> but during well, the time period they wouldn't. I don't know that they really do. I think that the uh, Greyjoys wear more makeup. The men wear more eyeliner than any of the women in the show. Uh, it does say that this collection will help you create looks inspired by House Stark, House Targaryen, etc. Yeah, that's cool though. Um, so yeah, very cool uh, the way that they kind of came up with a way to incorporate uh, all of that. And they, they went beyond, they didn't just name it, they didn't just put cool graphics on the uh, the packaging, which they, they did do that, uh, but they also incorporated themes from the show into the product descriptions. So, it, you know, it may say dragon, this, that, and the other, whatever, into the description of the product as well. So it's not just the name, it's literally throughout the entire package. Mm, cool. So very, very well done. Never tried the makeup myself. Really though. So have you have you tried yeah, the makeup? Yeah, I actually do Urban use a Decay. Bit of Urban Decay, but I did not know about the 
the Game of Thrones inspired well, jokes. Now I can look like a dragon. To, you have to get it before it's over. I can over. officially be the dragon lady. Neato, <laughs> That's the thing about all this limited edition stuff. Uh, and, and one of the keys to, to trend marketing is it's time sensitive. So not only time, time sensitive for the company, but a lot of what they put out is limited edition. Yeah, so there's topical. time sensitive <laughs> for the consumer as well mm -hmm. so people there will be a rush to go buy this stuff while it's available because it, it won't be available for long and it'll become mm -hmm. collectors of items and that sort of thing yep 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 all right so let's move along to the next one um the next one deals with a sports Sports. So, uh, Major League Baseball started off by capitalizing on one of the Game of Thrones season's taglines. Um, and they said, baseball is coming. So, mm -hmm. if you remember the theme of uh, House Stark is winter is coming. So, they had uh, campaigns for baseball is coming. So... Um, it started off with that. There was no Game of Thrones references other than the name itself. Then it grew into um, a, a bigger campaign in 2018. So let's watch that one. Okay. Very similar to what we saw with Oreo. It's using the intro because the intro is, is famous. Baseball, probably, yeah, because that's what they want. Is they want people to come to the games. That actually makes baseball look really cool. It does. <laughs> <laughs> not that it's not cool before I offend anybody. Such a laid-back sport that they make it sound so epic and like to the death. <laughs> but, uh, very good use of, uh, of combining the two together. They put their logo along with Game of Thrones logo. Baseball is coming. And then got MLB, which is yep. Game of Thrones MLB, Major League Baseball. Yep. That's cool. Um, and then they went beyond that, and they had game day giveaways for fans that included themed. Game of Thrones slash Major League Baseball team, a bobblehead. So, I love me a bobblehead. Uh, it started off, I believe it started off with the New York Mets, uh, where they gave it away there, and it was so popular uh, and brought people into the game, which is what they're wanting to do, right? So you get this bobblehead when you come to the game. You see it all, all the time with, um, with sports teams, actually, where they give away a bobblehead with a ticket. But these were Game of Thrones-themed bobblehead, which were destined to become collector's items, kind of like all the Star Wars stuff. So people came out in droves to get them. And if you look at them, I mean, they're, they're pretty cool. Yeah. Actually, you brought up, uh, yeah, awesome, good job, New York Mets, blah, blah, blah. But you brought up a very interesting point, is the Star Wars thing. Yep. I mean, I know this is a GOT episode. It is. So we're not going to get all Star Warsy on you. But you talk about somebody else that knows how to sell out. I mean, co-brand. <laughs> we're going to talk about Star Wars. They have a movie coming out Teaser. sometime this year. Uh, and when that happens, we will bring in, we have several Star Wars um, fanatics that we will bring into the studio here, Super geeks. and we will Whatever talk to them. But now let's continue with da, 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 for da, da, the da, throne. Da, da, da. All right, so 
Now let's talk about Red Cross. So you've noticed that we've talked about lots of different types of companies. Mm-hmm. Complete, sports and completely food Completely various, drink, right? Makeup. This one is a charity. Red Cross. Mm-hmm. Now, everybody that has watched Game of Thrones knows that Game of Thrones deals with a lot of death. Blood. And blood. Um, and they have a... And bloodline. They have a, a tagline that they use in their own marketing about what would you do for the throne. So the agency that is in charge of the American Red Cross's branding developed Bleed for the Throne. So what would you do? I would bleed for the throne, Mm. which encouraged vans to donate blood in exchange to win the Iron Throne. So, super cool. Well, that would be a much easier way super to get the cool. Iron Throne. So, let's, uh, <laughs> let's watch... Um, no, no, don't kill me. I'm donating. I, I don't know I, if... It just gives me the mental image of somebody running around with a bucket collecting dead, like, blood from the people <laughs> on the field. Oh, that was a, a Monty Python... No, Monty Python episode. Um, Bring out your Bring dead! Out your dead. <laughs> Bring out your dead! Uh, anyway, um, so let's watch the, uh, the the commercial that that they did uh, for that, and then we'll we'll talk a little more about it. So very simple. Wow. Um, yeah, you only see the the logo mm-hmm. up over the throne, and it, but doesn't really say Red Cross anywhere. Mm-hmm. That's weird. So then they made one that was a little more direct. So let's look at that it's one also as well. So dramatic. Mm-hmm. And who are you? The proud Lord said that I must bow so low in a coat of gold or a coat of red. A lion still has claws And mine are long and sharp, my lord As long and sharp as yours See, they where they tied it in very nicely, bleed for the throne. So again, another very creative way to uh, to kind wow, of combine those two really things. It's really dramatic though, mm-hmm. I mean... Now, they went beyond the commercials, okay? So, the... It kind of makes me think you're going to get there and they're just going to stab you. Well, (laughs) what they did is you got there and you were immersed in this experience where you got to hear the voices of prominent uh, Game of Thrones characters that literally shed their blood uh, as they were trying to get closer to... You know the the Iron Throne in the uh, in the show, and um, you got. I mean, they had you know themed giveaways and all kinds. So it was really for the fans. It was very very cool thing because they want to be anything that they can do to be attached to the Game and of Thrones. And then the, the so, immersive experience was after you donated the blood. Like that was yes. your that was your treat. So yes. It's like oh, thank you for giving me uh, your blood. Now they're not the only people that did experiences. Let's talk about the next group. The next group is AT&T. Their stores had takeover events where select stores, not all of them, they were using VR and AR technology to kind of bring the Game of Thrones world to life. Uh, Not every store looked the same. So people would literally go from AT&T store to AT&T store. Um, They had costumes and props and photo opportunities. And you had memorabilia. You could get a cookie or you could get, you know, a a Pop Funko or any of these things. So 
they they made the experience more more valuable but it literally brought droves of people into their store where people would know that they were there because of their tie-in with AT&T. Yeah, I think the the people that are fans of the show will go just about anywhere for mm-hmm. swag. You know, for the um, collectibles and souvenirs. And collectibles like are as as far as having a, a a movie or a TV show collectibles, that's your I mean, if anybody showed how wonderful that works, it's George Lucas. Mm-hmm. Again to bring up um, we're not talking about Star Wars, Wars today. Um, so, a few other um, uh, non-official co-branding examples. They uh, actually started to bleed into the news. So, these events that they had became newsworthy because stopping traffic, everybody was down there, etc. Mm-hmm. And so, it would then get into people's news programs. And so, then the the people at the, the news show because let's face it, news is show nowadays. It's not just reporting. But they would put in um, Game of Thrones-related cheesy elements into their... Cheesy elements? What are you their, suggesting? Their that news program. We let, would pander to such a thing? <laughs> let, me, let me show you what I'm talking about, and you'll understand. It is a corporate Game of Thrones in our very own parent company, AT&T's Empire. And on this show, Warner is coming. This week, the court approved the AT&T Warner Media merger. At least so this is their news story that they're using decision. Game of Thrones branding in, in the news Stevenson story. Um, atop, so just another example. Uh, we're not going to play the whole thing. Just uh, a few clips for people to kind of look yeah, at I'm, and see I'm, what they sure did. I'm not sure this makes this guy cooler or not. Oh, the fact that he's talking so dramatically on top of it. Um, but it still it showcases how there was a definite impact on our culture, and it reaches um, Game of Thrones reaches a, a really wide uh, section of uh, demographic. Yes, large demographic. You know, because I mean, obviously, you don't have the little kids in there because they have not seen the show. Hopefully, if your parenting yeah. is up to up to up to snuff. But um, surely they've heard of it, and they want to be part of knights and kings mm-hmm. and dragons and stuff. But also, you've got the older demographic too that's enjoying the show. So it's not just a kids; it's not just a teenage show. It's not just an older folks. Right, show. right. And um, so, as far as their marketing goes, it, it, we could go on and continue doing this for a long time. But what I want to do is talk about what you see a lot, which is a, a celebrity um, spokesperson that's in commercials. So commercials that are related to cast members. So what I want to do, there's a lot of them that are out there. Hodor, Mountain, uh, Arya, um, um, Jon Snow. They've all been featured in commercials for for different products. So what I'm going to do is kind of task our editor to come up with a medley of different pieces of the, of different commercials for you guys to watch so we don't have to play uh, the entire thing. A so medley. enjoy the medley. Everybody loves the Icelandic Monte Vodka. What did you say? I love the vodka. I love the vodka. Everybody. But I found a way to take back control. Thanks to 4G Super Voice from 3 Mobile. Jane! Here's your sparkling water, Mr. Mountain. Where's the. Dolce and Gabbana, the one. Water! 
water bottle. So Game of Thrones is getting all of this really great free press out there. I mean, they're getting free advertising, Massive. free marketing. But the HBO and Game of Thrones itself has its own marketing agency, doesn't it? They do. They do. It's they're they're called Droga Five. Really? Really. Droga. Uh, very close to How uh, very to, Valerian. Yes, very Dothraki, I oh, think. Oh Dothraki. Um, My bad. <laughs> but yes, they have done um, some very smart things. Again with uh, with Zach at the helm of um, of the marketing for mm-hmm. the program. Um, they, they they've partnered with this marketing agency to come up with some very creative, very out of the box ways to market the the show and let's go through some of them let's do it so, that's why we're here um one of the things that they did very very well is leveraging social media now uh you you heard me talk about it in the episodes before um and if you don't remember go back to the internet is important and is um uh, there's one that's specifically about video where I talk about this. Social media, mm-hmm. straight shot episodes. Social media has taken over television as the number one marketing tool for most You've companies. You've got such a loud fan um, base, you might as well engage with them. So they've been really good about coming up with social media campaigns and they because they've been on for the last 10 years they, they've had several that they've gone through so let, let's kind of talk about what some of them were they had one called create for the throne now if you remember in season six i think it was for the throne was the tagline that they used for uh for that season so there's a lot of for the throne so create for the throne saw 18 artists crafting art out of game of thrones props uh, including shield, cloak, uh, dragon egg. So they commissioned these artists to build things and then videotaped almost like behind the scenes of them going through the process, put it out there on social media to keep social media and Game of Thrones in the eye of, of what everybody was doing, keeping it, again, making it a trend. Mm-hmm. So uh, really cool things that are out there as far as that goes, create for the throne. Uh, the next thing that they did was called Art for the Throne, which saw several artists creating different types of Game of Thrones related artwork around the world. So they had uh, people that did painting, um, graffiti artists, sculptures, Mm -hmm. different things uh, out there, uh, all Game of Thrones themed to make social media content that people could then uh, watch keeping Game of Thrones, showing showing its popularity all over the world, by the way. This was not just for the United States. This is all over the world that they that they did this. Um, and then they had one that literally engaged everyday folks. I'm so an everyday folk. They had one called Quest for the Throne, which was a global scavenger hunt for six Iron Throne replicas that were hidden around the world what? so this like is real life this is yeah this is uh cool. what do they call it uh geo scavenger oh geocaching Ge- yeah it's oh. very similar very similar to that now my where they had showing. they had uh iron little iron thrones which everybody wants mm-hmm. um all hidden all over the world okay and what they did is they created social media videos that were an hour long Shot wow, that's in, a lot for social shot media. Shot with 360 technology of the throne. And 
viewers could go in and watch this video and look for clues, clues of where it is for where it was so if you guys don't know what 360 video is it's really really cool technology i'm sure some of you have stumbled upon it before mm -hmm. when you're scrolling through your news feed um, on social media especially if you're holding a cell phone that's when you notice it the most because you'll notice that certain pictures move as you move you know if you turn the camera clockwise or, or counterclockwise mm -hmm. the image also moves with you and it'll say something and they're like you know you know scroll here and you can actually scroll backwards and forwards yes. and up and down throughout the entire picture to get a 360 view of the picture which is really interesting technology that's yep. being used that sounds like a really fun get it, it, gig. yes i would and, love that and of course once fans found them because they were found once they were found Lame. people would line up to take photos sitting on the throne, right? Wow. So once one person found, because that was the prize, you didn't win the throne, but you found it, you got the glory. You don't even get to keep the you throne. You got to be the have the glory Lame, of, of finding the throne. Lame. And then you told, he got bragging rights, and, and everybody found out about it, and then they, people would line up around the block to get their picture taken, which then made more social media content right out there about where people had found the throne it made the news where people were were showing um you know they would be reporting on all these people found the throne that was located here today and blah 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 which would then bring more people to go there and get their picture taken so lots of of social media yeah, content fan, fan made created content off of that and all it took for game of thrones was the 360 videos which aren't cheap um the replicas of the the thrones, which is not cheap, <laughs> and then um, and then finding a place where you could put them, getting the rights to put it there, etc. But as as the three of it's very simple. They didn't buy any media. Oh yeah, this is they all fan do, fan yeah. made content. So absolutely, you're making your fan base work for you. Absolutely point. great. Uh, another thing that they did is they brought the White Walkers to London. So in London. <laughs> Uh, they had the, the people dressed up as the White Walkers walking around the, the square in London. People coming Did out. Did people even notice? Getting, <laughs> getting their picture taken and uh, really, like you Like how know, random would that be? It, yeah, also you just look and they're there. Mm -hmm. um, I'm sure, again, it got on the news. People saying that they're there. I'm pretty um, sure I would pay to see a picture of Queen Elizabeth, QE2, with the Night like King. Night King. <laughs> you know, in her like 117-year-old self, mm -hmm. just hunched over next to the Night King. That'd be amazing. Yep. They also had, <laughs> as a separate event, they had a Facebook Live event, right? So a video on Facebook where people literally watched fire melt a block of ice that housed the release date of the premiere wow. for that season. Fans, so, wow. So viewership peaked. 142,000 people watching at one time. Ice melting. 3.1 million people watched the video in order to, you know, see Find when it was going to be released. It also they also showcased a, a teaser trailer for the uh, the new season. It's at like the same watching time. paint dry. You know, I was always told growing up that a watch pot never boils. And I'm guessing that if you watch a block of ice long enough, it doesn't melt. Yeah. Apparently, it does. <laughs> it does. It took uh, it took uh, um, 70 minutes, I believe, to do it. My word. Yep. And people were engaged the whole time. Yep. Yep. People sat. All right, Game of Thrones fans, I'm looking at you right now. 
Seriously? <laughs> if any one of you listening were one of the 14 bazillion people that tuned in to watch Ice Melt. 3.1 million. I mean, wow. Like, y'all should get a t-shirt for that kind of dedication <laughs> or something. Um, I ain't got that kind of time. You know what I mean? Another event. Again, very good at these, these social media events that they did. They put, this is also outdoor. They put um, the, a, another giant, this one was huge, replica of the Iron Throne in Rockefeller Center. Is it like where, one of those big where the, chairs? Where the Christmas, no, this was bigger than that. Oh. Where, the, where the Christmas tree normally goes in Rockefeller Center, very, you Ooh. know. Yeah, very, very, uh, very common, very traditional. You see the Christmas tree there. They put the Game of Thrones um, <laughs> Iron Throne there. Um, and uh, people went out and took pictures because, I mean, it's, it's huge. Massive thing. Yeah, wow. yeah, super cool. I was wondering if it was like one of those giant chairs that we, had, we see in Gatlinburg, but I think it's bigger than that. So that's a lot of the social media uh, things that they did. Now, they did do other things beyond social media. One of the things that they did uh, had to do with the New York uh, City subway station. Oh, sure. That's they a did, place. They did a lot with, with, um, with New York. Um, the Metro cards mm-hmm. um, that you get when you, you, you buy your tickets, you, you get cards, a card yeah, yeah, yeah. to get on the subway. They had uh, images specific of the show um and then they also had you know outdoor graphics um where they had the station was covered in game of thrones related graphics the entire station was and they had the uh the cards so the subway campaign that they did was thought to be extremely successful because the subway tokens cost you just as much, or token card, you know what mm, it is, it's paper card, card now. Yeah. Uh, it costs just as much as, as a normal fare was. They weren't inflated or whatever. People lined up in droves to, to buy them, even if they weren't going to be riding the subway. It's got to mess with their statistics. And, uh, right, <laughs> Like, right. oh, we had so many passengers this month. No, no, you didn't. But the, the, one of the reasons why the HBO considers it so successful is they saw these cards showing up on eBay. So you could buy. I mean, it cost you a dollar or whatever metro card to, to buy use. to buy uh, a subway metro card, and then you could go on eBay and buy them. They were selling. People were selling them for like uh, the four four card set was like twenty five bucks um, to buy on eBay as a collector's item, not as a subway ticket. Wow. So yeah, so they considered it very um, very very successful. Long lines again made the news mm-hmm. because people were clogging up the stations. I'm um, sure the regular commuters were very excited about that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. They couldn't get their Especially own tickets. Especially if they're not Game of Thrones oh, goodness. fans. Um, but, uh, and they're New Yorkers. <laughs> not like, because this was city related, um, they had to work to get it Approved. Now they they sell things advertising all the time, but mm-hmm. this was a, a big deal, and it helped to raise a lot of money for the metro system, which is how they spun it in the news. So, sure. um, very cool uh, way to do things. They did lots of other things too, off the wall things that you wouldn't have thought of, because again, the VP was embracing the idea. They had mm-hmm. a, uh, a thing where they co-branded with the clothing manufacturers. So, John Varvatas made men's clothing that was Game of Thrones themed. They had a crossover Henley and a textured messenger bag. Adidas also came out with a line of shoes for each house 
in the Game of Thrones. So you had a House Stark line of shoes. House, so there again, super cool, super fan way to uh, to really tie into the the clothing world mm-hmm. and give fans uh, a collectibles item. Um, super cool for those because people there's people that collect sneakers. Wow, they collect sneakers. Yeah, I love sneakers. So. Um, all right, so the next thing that we cannot go without mentioning is alcohol. That's what I do. I drink and I know things. Super famous line from the show that talks about the monstrous amounts of alcohol that is consumed in the show. A lot of it. <laughs> Mostly by Tyrion, by Tyrion Lannister. <laughs> um, so uh, it was an obvious tie-in for co-branding. Of course, we had the uh, Bud Light Super Bowl commercial that we mm-hmm. went over in our Super Bowl episode of Straight it, Shot that's your fault. Um, podcast. But there was lots of other things. There was uh, Iron Throne Ales from a, a company called uh, Omegang. I don't really know how to pronounce um, these. Um <laughs> It looks like Omi Gang, but Omi I'm sure Gang. that's not how it's pronounced. Uh, Johnny Walker had uh, White Walker that they put out. Johnny's White Walker, mm-hmm. that's great. Johnny there Walker's was White lots Walker. of different um, scotches that were put out. And then, of course, wine. Mm. Because wine is mentioned throughout the show. Wine! So beyond all of that, we also had lots of pranks that were done Mm. on television (laughs) and on social media. And, of course, my favorite character in the show, you may have different favorite characters, mine's Arya. I think Arya is awesome. And she (laughs) was the star of several pranks uh, that were done. She did Um, such a great job at it. Let's watch the first one which they had announced that a certain store that they just picked was going to be giving away Game of Thrones memorabilia. And what they did is they had her show up and say she wasn't herself to work behind the counter, deny being Arya Stark. Oh, no. Um, and uh, they recorded the whole thing in order to, to put it out on social media. There, sir. Hello. What can we help with today? <laughs> this Hello. Isn't the Game of Thrones. What can I help you with? I'm here for the giveaway. You want this one? This is you. No, I'm Lorraine. <laughs> what you think? I'm I'm this? Yes. Yeah. This is a little boy. I'm so confused. There is there is Hi, I'm Lorraine. Hi. I I recognize you from. Game of Thrones, right? Oh, I've never seen Game Game of Thrones. Thrones. I heard it's a really good show. This character I heard is really cool. I know who you are. I was thinking that I recognized you. Where do I know you from? Nowhere. Have you been to England? Nope. Tinder? No. No? Never even heard of that. What do you want? So that was one that she did. Again, I thought it was, uh, was great. It was fun. She must have had a lot of fun. But then we had when she was a guest on The Tonight Show. Now, um, <laughs> for those of you that got shared around kind media. of know how TV works, uh, whenever an artist goes on tour 
or a TV show or a movie is coming out, the um, the actors or artists, if it's music, will go on to all these uh, talk shows and press. promote. Uh, it's like a press junket, right? Mm-hmm. So um, they the had, uh, you know, where um, Kit Harrington, Jon Snow, went on to a, a bunch of shows. Cersei went on to a bunch of shows. And Macy Williams, who we just saw in, in The Last Prank, went on to Jimmy, uh, Fallon. Jimmy Fallon's Tonight Show. Huge anticipation. And, of course, as soon as they said that they were hosting um, a, a guest from the show, people tuned in to watch it. Now, this one was my favorite, and it was, again, Arya Stark. Macy Williams was on the show. Uh, and let's watch uh, her interview really quick so you can kind of get an idea of how these interviews go. <laughs> uh, this is the, the final... The final season, everyone's been waiting. Uh, what can you can you tell me anything? Are you allowed to talk about anything? I- I've decided to just keep a tight lip on everything. HBO have sent out a lot of memos recently about just <laughs> saying nothing. Yeah. So um, there's really nothing that I can say. They would absolutely kill me during shooting. Like the final days were really like emotional, saying goodbye to all of the cast. Because when I found out that Arya died in like the second episode, I was. What? Uh, are you kidding me? That's a spoiler. <laughs> Is this uh, live? No. We can edit that out. Are you serious? Yeah. Dude, yeah, totally. I... They're still going to tweet about it. No, it's don't worry about it. Are you serious? It's fine. I'm really sorry. No, don't worry about it. No, it's fine. Okay. We can edit it, right? Yeah. We can edit it out. Don't worry about it. Okay. Yeah. Don't worry about it. No one's gonna. It's fine. Let's go. Cool. Oh, let's just start. Can we do applause and I'll just go from the applause and go into it again. <laughs> let's talk about. Uh, let's talk about the final. Let's talk about the final season. Um. Uh, you okay? Is she okay? We'll just go. April Fools! <laughs> you are good. You are so good. Oh my gosh. We got you guys so bad. Absolutely brilliant. Absolutely loved how well that was done. She sold it so well. Her hands were shaking. She was, you know. Uh, it was amazing. And I did not stay up to watch The Tonight Show. So I received this in social media. Somebody sent me the clip. You, I believe, I <laughs> sent me the clip and didn't tell me what it was. It got all the way through the end. And I am just at my desk because that's what we do during work hours sometimes. We take a break and we watch clips. And, and I thought it was just absolutely brilliant the way that she did it. She, so, she made you feel for her. Because she was going to get in trouble from the HBO. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so. Dun, 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 dun. Absolutely. What did you think? Uh, yeah, I, when I watched it on social media, I was very caught off guard. She, she was really good. In fact, I remember seeing an interview with Jimmy Fallon after it all, and he's obviously, he was in on it, obviously. But he was so taken by her um, acting through it 
that he was also not sure if she was acting anymore or something had actually happened. He, even he was in on the gag and, mm-hmm. and, and got caught up in it. So it was really good. Yep, I thought it was very, very, very well done. So beyond the social media and their other marketing that they've done, they actually have gotten into Game of Thrones technology. So some you have to have a lot of pull before you can do this. But Apple's digital personal assistance, Siri, also shows She's sassy. her fandom for the show. And I'll give you an example of how. So you can ask Siri some questions, and she's programmed to have a, a Game of Thrones uh, response. So what I want you to do, take yeah, out your phone, I got it. and ask Siri if she watches Game of Thrones. Okay, here it comes. Hold on. By the microphone. Siri, do you watch Game of Thrones? Yes. I'd ask Jon Snow for some hints, but he knows nothing. (laughs) You know nothing. Okay, now, ask again. Okay, the same question? Same question. Okay. Siri, do you watch Game of Thrones? That's a starkly personal question. Starkly? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I will let you guys have fun asking that question. There's lots of different responses. Oh, yeah, hold on. But since... Is Jon Snow dead? Well, you know what they say to the Lord of Death. Not today. But why would tomorrow be any better? Or the next day? So to sum up, I'm not exactly sure. Wow, thanks for nothing, Siri. <laughs> but they have, the again, the throwback in there that talks about what do you say to... The God of Death, not today. All right, ask it one more time. Oh, same question. There we go. Is Jon Snow dead? I'm not sure. Has he tried restarting? That always seems to work. (laughs) So there's the tie-in to uh, Apple because whenever something goes wrong, restart your phone. So you guys have fun asking those questions, figuring out all the different things. <laughs> I'm sure there's more, um, too. I'm sure there's more questions, too. You can probably Google it um, and go from there. So that's the way that they did technology. Now, the next piece that I want to talk about is product placement. So we talked before where we talked about video is important, where we talked about product placement, and we went through and we discussed uh, how it was done in Wayne's World and, and, and several different uh, other places, um, Big Bang Theory, etc. But it's very hard to do modern part product placement in a fantasy world. Unintentionally, Starbucks was just made the most memorable brand in Game of Thrones history <laughs> because they evidently glug, 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 glug. left a Starbucks cup on the medieval table. How tacky. And it was shot. The continuity How director tacky. didn't see it. The editor didn't see it. The director didn't see it. The actors didn't see it. And it made it on to... 14 million people on staff. It made it onto everyone's screens. So when fans saw it, somebody <laughs> noticed it, tweeted it out on social media, boom, it's all over the place uh, where people are making fun of it. Now, since then... That's a happy accident, isn't it? Since then, 
Starbucks has made snide comments about it. Uh, they deny that it was product placement, that it was done on purpose. Uh, and I'm not saying that it was. They, they said clearly this is a mistake because but, she ordered tea. Yeah. And uh, HBO has said that it was a mistake and that it shouldn't have been there. And since then, the interesting part, since then, they have had it digitally removed on demand. So it is not there. If you go to watch it now, it won't be there. Uh, and it won't be in the DVDs and stuff that are going forward. But I have a clip so you can see where it is. So It is frozen for posterity. It is, if it's on the internet, it never goes away. Most people get bloody murdered. They stay that way. Not this one. Did you miss it? Super fast. Did you miss it? I saw it. Most all right, so again, super cool, super cool stuff uh, as far as the marketing for gaming. A yeah. memorable staple in our society from this point forward. Right. Everybody will have heard of Game of Thrones. Well, you know, um, we would like to take a minute here just to take a quick break, give everybody a chance to start Googling Game of Thrones clips <laughs> or to, uh, you know, if you want to grab out your iPhone right now and ask Siri all sorts of crazy questions. Now would be a good time. Uh, also, we're going to play uh, some stuff from our sponsors, and then when we get back, we'll, we'll do the street chat. All right. Introducing Napa Auto Care Centers. Napa, a trusted leader in the automobile industry, has joined together with the top auto repair centers in Atlanta to bring you Napa Auto Care Atlanta. Top, local, certified mechanics backed by the national power of Napa. Call 1-844-NAPA-ATL or visit NapaAutoCareAtlanta.com to find the location nearest you. Napa Auto Care Centers, the parts you trust, are now the shops you rely on. Straight Shot is brought to you by Reformation Productions, a full-service marketing agency in Atlanta, Georgia, helping companies promote and communicate their business in the most efficient and effective ways possible through straight-line marketing. Find out more by visiting reformationpro.com or call 678-825-8086. Reformation Productions. Think in straight lines. All right, guys, welcome back. Um, I think to, this has been a wonderful episode, uh, Game of Thrones Very style. Game yes. of Thrones. And I think that uh, we should get to the straight shot of this episode. So, Zachary, what do you think is the straight shot? Um, I think that there are two major takeaways from what we've kind of discussed today. One is investment, okay? Mm -hmm. HBO had a hit show. It would have been a hit just like Sopranos was a hit for them. Uh, without all of this effort that they put forward with the marketing. But investing to this level in marketing has made it a phenomenon. And so having the insight to say, yes, we could lay on our laurels and, and you know, and, and rest on the fact that it's just good writing and good acting. Mm, viewership and Emmys and all that. they can really, you know, make the investment and make it next level which is what they did. The, 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 so having the insight to, to know that from a leadership standpoint. So Mr. VP of Product uh, Program Marketing at HBO. Good Kudos. So uh, that's, and that's definitely a leadership thing to, to know to partner with an agency that can do these things and have the, the, the leadership to, to lead the company down, down that path. Uh, the second thing is you can really see the power of newsjacking through all of these examples of, 
of how it can be mutually beneficial for different brands. Um, that's the key for for all co-branding. The, 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 the key for newsjacking adds in the need to be super creative and um, having a sense of, of timeliness. That's the, that's the difference kind of a, between the, the two. So uh, this goes to show, uh, Game of Thrones goes to show that when it's done right, um, newsjacking can help brands stay on top of mind and catch some of the buzz of what's going on with prominent uh, current events uh, and getting um, a little creative with your strategy, you can have a campaign that is both on brand for your company mm -hmm. and relevant to to what's happening in the world. So those are are the two biggest things, and I guess newsjacking has kind of broken down into into two uh, beyond that. But since this season is the the last season of the show, we can ex expect to see more trend marketing, more newsjacking as a. Uh, as the the season goes on, as more things, more fearful of it ending. Uh, more things going on in uh, your social media. One of the things that's uh, really enjoyable for fans of the show um, is the social media aspect of watching these shows. Because as soon as this, as soon as the show is over, if not in the middle of the show, they start uh, doing Facebook posts and tweeting and back and forth talking about things uh, from the show. Uh, and uh, that is an enjoyable aspect. And you know that the next day, you're going to wake up and your feed's going to be filled with, <laughs> what Spoilers. did you think about this? <laughs> this happened, blah, blah, blah. Which is great for people that watch the show. Not people so that are great, caught up with the show. Not so great for people that did not watch the show and they get spoilers, wow. uh, as you have said. So, yeah. um, again... Great uh, interaction with social media, which interacts with us in our everyday lives, mm -hmm. which is what the Street Shot is all about. Excellent. All right, guys. Well, I think that about wraps up this. Are you going to wear this to dinner tonight? Are you taking me to dinner tonight? <laughs> <gasps> wow! What a great day! <laughs> no. Uh, wait, yes on dinner, no on this. I'm going to wear the chain meal. There you go. He's, like there's only like this much of my face that comes out. Uh, anyway, anyway, guys, thanks for joining us for the Game of Thrones uh, podcast edition today of Straight Shot. Hope you get some get something out of it. Hope you learned something. Yeah. That you didn't know. Yep. 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 And stay tuned for the next po uh, Straight Shot podcast where we talk about more exciting, interesting, amazing things that affect the world of marketing all around you. And uh, yeah. Anyway, thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. If you found this podcast informative, we hope you'll pass along our web address, straightshot.net to your friends, colleagues, and business associates. And please leave us a positive review on iTunes or on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash straightshot. If you would like to have your question featured on the show or would like to be a guest, call 678-825-8086 extension 300 or you can email us at info at straightshot.net be sure to download the straight shot podcast app on your smartphone to hear previous and new shows you can also find us on spotify itunes or directly at straightshot.net this has been straight shot
Antlers out. Uh, Hodor. You guys watch Game of Thrones, right?